Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are the ho- your hosts. It's Tim and Julie Harris. And of course, as all of you have learned, this is your only place for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate recovery. And we say this every day, and you'll hear it from us continuously. We're at the very beginning stages of what will be a 7- to 10-year real estate boom. In your market, your actual mileage might vary, but the reality of it is is that we are on the upswing. So get into action, learn what you got to learn, and guys, have the mindset of service and get ready to take a, make a ton of money. So today's topic is going to be an interesting topic for a lot of you. It's about really your second half plan. We're almost at June 1st, 2014, which is kind of amazing to think about. And so what we're going to do on today's radio show is we're going to lay out the fundamentals for your next six months and create a six-month business plan for you. So, Julie, welcome to the call. Thank you so much. It's always great to be here. Any interesting stories from your coaching schedule today? I know you and I have been chatting all day on private messaging. Anything of interest to our listeners? Yeah, well, just a real quick uh, coaching thought. I've got a great client, uh, Chelsea in Edina, Minnesota, which is a great market. We've always had really strong agents from Edina, an area just outside of Minneapolis. And, you know, it's interesting because Chelsea is so focused and very coachable and really ready to rock and roll all the time. I love her energy and enthusiasm. And sometimes when you have an agent like that, they kind of go from thing to thing because they're so excited about implementing this, and then they go and they listen to that or they watch something from the Coaching Essentials program, and, and now they want to implement that, and then they go see this, and, and they've got all these irons in the fire. So we talked about the importance of focus, follow one course until successful, and to finish a project before she goes to the next one, that, what is your saying, uh, done is better than perfect? That's right. Implemented is better than perfect, right? And, you know, somebody once told me, I think it was probably our old broker, Rory, um, that there is no perfection in real estate, so you have got to stop wanting that. There are no perfect deals. Even if you think it's a perfect deal, something will go astray. There are no, uh, there's no perfect pricing. You've got to test the market, see how it goes. You know, there's not a lot of perfection. You're going to have a really rocking, um, you know, listing presentation, but there will always be something you want to perfect. So in a, in, instead, get it done. So we were talking about for all agents, the first thing you do is make sure you're setting an appointment every day is, is the goal through your lead follow-up, your prospecting, you know, following up on marketing leads, etc. And then the afternoon is for doing things like your pre-listing package, um, you know, polishing your buyer presentation is something people are very excited about right now, actually treating your buyers with the respect that you do your listings. So for her, it was all about focus and controlling her time and managing her energy and enthusiasm, which as a coach I love. You know, that's a nice problem to have. Absolutely. So on, from the headlines front, their, uh, NART released their study on real estate income, realtors' average uh, income. Mm, I'm gonna that's read this right interesting. From yeah, it is. I'm going to read this right from Inman's news, fe- Inman news Features. And here, here's the title, Julie. Here's the, you know, mm-hmm. rising home prices boost realtor income, but expensive 
expenses are growing even faster. NAR Ooh. survey finds that four out of three out of four members advertising listings on thirty par- third party sites. So here's hmm. I'll, I'll I'll read you guys the statistics, but I'll give you the bottom line. You guys are spending way too much money on paid buyer gen- lead generation, and you're sucking away too much of your income. And you have not taken the time to realize that it is a active futility to buy buyer leads, and you should be learning how to be listing agents. If you don't believe me, wait for the numbers that I'm about to share with you from this Inman News Features article. And, of course, again, this information is from um, the coveted National Association of Realtors. So I'll just read it. Realtors' medium gross income was 47700 in 2013 up 9.7% from 43,500 in 2012 according to the NAR 2014 member profile which includes the results of a 91 question survey answered by 6,462 realtors. The medium number of transactions for realtors last year stayed flat at 12, but home prices rose 11.5% according to NAR. Despite the $4,200 increase in gross income for 2013, realtors take home pay after taxes and expenses was just 2,500 or 9.1% more than 2012, totaling, wait for it, wait for it, only $29,900. By contrast, gross income rose by $8,600, 25%, and net income rose by uh, $4,200 or 18% in 2012. So you guys can go to InMen and read all this. But, you know, here's the bottom line, and this is going back to the article. Business expenses rose nearly 34% last year to a medium of 65.60 compared to 4,900 in 2012. That increase was partially due to the 10.1% rise in the amount spent on technology services and products, as in products meaning lead generation. Uh, a medium of $760 to, or to $690 in 2012. And you guys can read the rest yourself. But here's the bottom line. You guys are spending too much money buying leads. And the only reason a lot of you are still doing that is because you have not decided to treat your business like a business and not decided to actually learn how to generate your own business. Remember, proactive versus passive. Are you waiting around for an email to come, a voicemail to come, a magic little angel to fly on your shoulder and drop you a real estate lead? Or do you have the confidence knowing that every single day that you can wake up and generate your own business, which are you. 90% of you are the waiter arounders. You're the passive agents. You don't know how yet to generate the business, so I think in many cases you suspect how to do it. You just don't have the confidence because you've not learned how to do it yet. So that is what, as your coach, we challenge you to take on. Now, what we're going to be focusing on after our quick break is your six-month business plan. This will be an eye-opening experience perhaps a humbling experience for a lot of you, I want you to stay tuned and get ready to take pages of notes. We're not going to take any more breaks after this break. So uh, because we have a lot of ground to cover for you guys, get ready to take notes. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where do they learn what they know? And more importantly, how do they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. 
not just any coach, the nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best not someone who is simply assigned to you, or even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. You know, I was thinking, Julie, during that little commercial that this show today will probably generate a lot of free coaching call requests. So you guys better be considering that After this call, you're going to have a lot of unanswered questions, I'm guessing, about the direction of your business for the next six months. So let's start out with a quick reality check. The reality of it is is that the market, of course, is starting to slow down a little bit. Now, I say of course because if you guys have been tuned in to us or if you're existing students, you know that we've been preparing you for a moderation in home sales for well over a year. And obviously, new construction is entering into the scene in many of your markets. A lot of other headwinds are starting to creep up. But the reality of it is that there's still 10 million underwater owners, and a lot of those underwater owners, unfortunately, fall into what otherwise would be great first-time home buyer listing price ranges. So it's still, until those homes come on the market, those buyers aren't, or those sellers aren't going to be able to move up. There's going to be a lot of consternation in the marketplace. That's the reality. Others of you are in marketplaces where things are so strong that you can barely handle all the business opportunities you have coming your way. And, you know, the fact is, is no matter where you are in the real estate market, no matter where you are in the country, rather, no matter what your market's like, things are going to continuously improve over the next 7 to 10 years. But what we're focused on in the next, you know, what, 20 minutes or so, is going to be specifically what you're going to do in the next six months. So, Julie, let's start out with the first question. Are you? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. All right, good. So, In your notes, write this down and really take this seriously. Are you on track? Are you behind? Are you just about right? Are you ahead of your goals for the year? Where are you? Is the train on the tracks or off the tracks? If you're behind, by how much? But go ahead. Right. Well, I was going to say, or is it yet to leave the station for the year? You know, I had a free coaching (laughs) call today with a guy that earned $90,000 last year. 
and this year he's only earned twelve thousand dollars. So that last would be year he had, you know, yeah, he's way behind, and he's like, yeah. well, "What the heck happened?" And because guess what, he was only focused on lead buyers, and I suspect he was buying a lot of buyer leads, and of course the quality of the buyer leads that he was buying has started to diminish, and he's yet mm-hmm. to uh, learn how to actually, you know, be professional and learn how to be a listing agent, generate his own leads, and so his business is suffering because he has that dependency issue on paid leads. And a lot of you guys are going to find what we've been telling you is really true as you go into the second half of the year. The paid buyer lead sources are going to start really drying up, and yet they're going to demand more money out of you. So the question Julie asked you, and you're going to have to, you know, some of you know because you have business plans, you're existing coaching students. Some of you are just going to be guessing. But let's start out with a question, as Julie said. Are you on track for your goals? Are you behind? Are you, ahead of your, are you ahead of your goals for the year? Now, we can start out by asking these very basic questions for you to determine where you are. So here are, the, here are the questions. You can write these down and answer them after our call. Or if you know, as many of our existing coaching students will have this stuff memorized, or at least at their desk in front of them, how many, ready, there's one, two, three, four, five, six questions I'm going to ask you. So you can just write these down. They're real short. How many closings have you had so far this year? How many closed transactions, doesn't matter buyer or seller. Second question, what is your year-to-date income? How much money have you earned so far this year? You might have to ask your broker. I understand some of you don't keep track. Next question, how many pending transactions, either buyer or seller, do you have right now? Or if you're like all of our great coaching students in New York City, you do a lot of leases. So how many pending transactions do you have so far this year? where you're going to earn money. You've yet to earn it, but all the paperwork's done. It's just waiting for the uh, eminent close date. Next question. How many, now this is a listings question, assuming you have listings. Of the listings that you have, how many of those sellers are 100% motivated, absolutely positively have to sell sellers? In other words, when you're looking at your listing board, if you have 20 listings, you know that maybe only, what, 11 or 12 of them will probably sell. There's a really good chance, especially if you're not one of our personal coaching students, that you've listed homes for unmotivated sellers who will not adjust their prices downward as the market starts to change back towards in favor of buyers. Because that will happen, and if you have unmotivated, want-to-sell sellers, they're not going to adjust their prices down. So treat this as your little moment of truth. Of your current listings, assuming you have any, how many of those sellers absolutely positively have to sell? And the last question I wrote down, well, second to last question I wrote down, what is the average commission on those listings, right? So assuming you have listings, you have 20 listings, let's say 10 of them will sell, each of them are an average of $250,000, and let's assume uh, that you're charging what you're charging and you're going to get $7,500 per closing. So you know basically you have once those pendings or once those listings close, you'll know you'll have another 75000 in revenue, right? Right. All right, now – Last one, adding all those up equals to what? So add up all those numbers. I'll go through them again real quick. You have how many closings so far this year? The next question was your year-to-date income, you know, how much money you've actually closed, how much all of it's worth, how many, are, how many pendings do you have? In other words, paychecks that you know you're going to be getting. And of the listings that you have that you know will sell, how much are those worth once they sell? Okay. So add up those numbers, and that's going to tell you how much money you have generated, not yet closed, but generated in the first six months of the year. Yes, I know some of the closings you had at the beginning of the year, 
you generated at the end of last year, you know, pendings and whatnot, but no worries. We're just focused on the top-line revenue net right now. So that will tell you how much money you should have uh, in the bag, as it were, maybe by the end of June or the beginning of July, just depending on where your closings fall. Find out what that number is. Now, that's when you go back to the first question. Are you on track? Are you behind your goal? Or are you ahead of your goal? That number will tell you the truth. I would say from free coaching calls that Julie and I provide, probably about 50% of you are on track with maybe improving your business over last year by 20 or 30%, which should be your minimum standard year over year. And then there is a group of you that's probably about 20% of you that are way off track. Maybe you haven't even left the station so far this year. It is You've been waiting, hoping, and praying that something was going to turn around, and this year wasn't going to be horrible. Well, this is your wake-up call that if you don't take action now, if you don't do something about it, it's going to be the end of the year, and this will be your worst year in real estate. And what's really sad for all of you who are still sitting around waiting for something to happen is you have just missed out on what have been the best six months in the real estate industry probably for the last seven or eight years. So there's a little guilt trip for you, but the reality of it is it's not working out for you so far this year because you're not working doing the right things. Well, and the only thing that will be worse is to wait longer. Yes, exactly. Now, more questions. Ready? Remember, this is your six-month business plan. You've got to understand all of this. June through December, six-month business plan. So far this year, from the closings that you've had, where did that business come from? You know, where did it come from? Did you have an ad that worked? Did you have referrals? Did you have prospecting that turned into closings? Where did the business come from, buyers or sellers? You need to know where that business came from. It's critical that you actually keep track of what's working so you can be honest with yourself about what's not. Again, paid buyer lead generation. Notice how inefficient it's become. Guys, listen, I know a few years ago, three to five years ago, the paid buyer lead stuff was awesome. I had a lot of coaching students that were doing great off uh, Zillow and Trulia. But it's all changed, and it's going to continue to change, isn't it? So the reality of it is, guys, is you have to take control and realize that you have to learn the skills. Otherwise, we're going to be playing a harsh game of I told you so in about six months. Next up, again, you first question was, where did your business come from? Second question is, how many of those were buyers and sellers? Now, for you to repeat your success, improve your results, what are the three things that you must do now? So you've done an assessment of what you've created so far this year in terms of revenue. You've now asked yourself where that business come from. You know what percent were buyers or sellers. And now the next question is, assuming that you want to at least double what you've already done this year, depending on where you are and you're on track behind or ahead, you know, answer, however you answered that question, you know, you need to now determine where you need, what you need to generate in the next six months for you to turn this thing around, to continue your fantastic momentum if you're ahead of your goal, or if you're, if you're on track, Maybe considering challenging yourself and upping your goal because there's still six brilliant months left this year for you to really have a fantastic year. It's not too late for you now, but the reality of it is probably in 90 days it will be. In 90 days, we have too many holidays, too many headwinds, too many changes in this and that and the other, and it's going to be impossible for you to have a fantastic year. Right now, today, you still have time. So, Julie, the question that I posed to them, three things that you must do now, what are the types of answers that they might be coming up with? Well, after looking at 
and recognizing where their business so far has come from, it would make sense that they would uh, you know, do more of what is working and kill off what is not working. So here's the thing to come to terms with. There are many things that are distractions in real estate that look like work, but there's only five things that actually pay you in real estate, that actually lead to a real honest-to-goodness paycheck. And so my answer to you is do more of those five things and less of anything that's not on that list. What are those five things? Well, you must generate the lead in the first place sometimes known as prospecting, but of course leads can come from marketing and other places, referrals, etc. But generate the lead in the first place. That is the most important thing and it is your number one job in real estate. Why? Because the rest of the list doesn't matter if you don't have any leads. So assuming you're doing a great job generating the lead in the first place, then you must follow up on the lead or what we lovingly call relentless lead follow-up with intent to set appointment. Assuming you have followed up on the lead and set an appointment, now that leads to pre-qualifying the lead, whether they're a listing or a buyer lead. So being great with your pre-qualification, following the pre-qualification scripts, etc. Now, leads pre-qualified, that leads to presenting, and presenting can be a buyer presentation. It can be a listing presentation. It might be presenting the homes that you're showing today. After you've presented, that leads to negotiating, and of course, eventually closing. Those are the only things that actually pay you in real estate. So, so the, the question is, shift, how, how much time is being spent on that list? So the mental shift that a lot of you guys have to go through is this simple question. And this is a question when you guys request free coaching calls, if you happen to schedule with me or with Julie, we're, this is probably going to come up somewhere in the free coaching call. And it's going to go something like this. Can you imagine having, let's say, five listings at all times, just depending on what your experience level is? If you've kicked ass at listings in the past, I might challenge you with 30 listings at all times. If you're in Detroit, I might say 50 listings at all times. If you're in Hawaii and you have a huge average sale price, I'll probably say three listings at all times. But the bottom line is, is we're going to start out with a realistic expectation of having five listings at all times. So most of you can visualize that, right? So this is, by the way, what we call your real estate magic number. Depending on what your goal is, depending on what your average sale price is, but let's just for the sake of explanation just use the number five. So if you had five listings at all times in your marketplace, and let's say your average commission is $10,000, is it realistic to assume, given the normalcy that's entering back into the market, that you're going to have approximately two closings per month just off those listings selling? It is, isn't it? So if you had five listings at all times, and you're most of the country, I realize today, those would sell probably really quick. But over the next 90 to 120 days, you'll see that the days on the market's going to extend. There's going to be more expires. There's going to be more frustrated for sale by owners. There's going to be more builders that are going to list their homes. There's going to be more opportunity for you. So five listings at all times should be a realistic goal for all of you. We'll show you how to do it if that seems overwhelming. Trust me, it's easy. It is easy once you learn the skills. Most of our students can have 10 listings at all times within 90 to 120 days. That's always the original goal that we set for all of you, again, depending on your market and your average sale price. If you had five listings at all times, two of them would sell out of the MLS. That means you would have, at, with an average commission of $10,000, an income of $20,000 a month or $240,000 a year. Stop there for a moment, would you? Why don't you just do that? Why don't you stop wasting your time on all of your uh, I mean, all the things that are on your desk right now, 
all the things that people have been telling you to social networking and building your team and buyer's agents and buying buyer leads and starting your own brokerage and all these other gimmicky things that are out there right now, illegal cold calling or you know, hammering your past clients with forget-me-not seeds and pumpkins. Why don't you clear your mind of all that clutter and just focus on that one goal? Just do that for me now. Five listings at all times. You can visualize it, right? That's not a big goal. I mean, if you've been in the business for a while, chances are you've had way more listings at a time than that. Here's the Shangri-La. Here's where the magic number thing comes in. If you had five listings at all times and your average commission was $10,000, that means on average you'd earn $240,000 a year. Want to double your income? Get it up to 10 listings at all times. Get it? That's what matters. That's what this business is all about. That's how simple it should be. Nothing more than that should enter into your head other than focusing on learning the skills that are necessary to get to your minimum number, your secret number, right? Once you get there, then the business is all about replacing what sells. It's easier. You maybe have two listings sell in June, and then you have to replace those two listings. That's your job, replacing the listings as they sell, replacing the listings as they sell so you can keep your income consistent. The hard part is getting up to that number of listings in the first place. Guys, that is how complicated the business should be. Any more than that, you're wasting your time. You're moving away from the things that make you money. Please just listen to your coach. Just consider that what we're telling you is the truth because it's going to take so much stress away. It's going to save you so much time. I realize you guys are riddled with gimmicks. I realize you guys are riddled with what feel like and seems like get-rich-quick offers from all these different you know, snake oil salesmen. They always come out of the woodwork this time of year. They always have and they always will. Clear your mind. Think about what I just said. How much better would you feel if you had five listings at all times? Hell of a lot better, right? Or if you're in Detroit, you know, no more. Or if you're in New York City, three. You know, if your average commission is, you know, say $60,000. Whatever your income goals are, that's the first thing we're going to do is we're going to really drill down with you on what specifically needs to be happening in your business on a, a regular, you know, every single day for you to get to and then maintain that steady number of listings. That's where the financial freedom that all of you seek comes from. If I were to ask all of you guys, why did you get into real estate? You guys will give me all different answers, and I'll keep on asking, I'll keep on asking, and then you're finally going to peel back all the layers of your own mental onion, and you're going to get to the core of the reason why, financial freedom. You got into real estate so you could have financial freedom, so you wouldn't have to worry about money anymore, so you wouldn't have to essentially have that 800-pound gorilla on your back at all times about what if this happens, what if that happens. Financial freedom can be achieved by all of you. You just have to have a proven plan. That's it. That's what free coaching calls for agents.com is all about. And obviously, existing coaching students, you guys get priority. So now that you've walked through this six-month business plan, here's, the, here's another little reality check for you. And this is where things get difficult. So, Julie, I don't know if you start having these uh, conversations with your coaching students, but I have. So here's the question. And, Julie, work with me on this, okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. How many working days, assuming you're not going to be working mm-hmm. on the holidays, assuming you're not going to be working on the weekends, how many working days do you guys have left this year? Let's start from December and work backwards. You're not going to be working maybe any of December, but realistically you're not going to be working two weeks in December. You're not going to be working two weeks in November, right? October, around Halloween, it's a complete wash. And you guys can start doing all the other months. July, right? July 4th, 
That whole week is a wash, generally speaking. I'm not saying you won't be working. I'm not saying you won't want to work. But what I am saying, for the most part, is the buyers and sellers are going to be focusing on family stuff. That's what happens. Coming up soon, around June 7th, June 8th, kids get out of school. Around uh, August, early September, kids go back to school. Always slower then. Expect it. So when you go through, maybe you have a personal uh, holiday coming up. A lot of you guys take breaks in August. Whatever it is, be honest with yourself. Take a calendar. Look at the next six months. Mark with an X the days you're going to be working, or maybe the days you're not going to be working. Mark with an X, whatever works for you. And then count the number of actual working days you have left. Because here's the reality check. It's about 80. That's it. You have roughly left this year, starting June 1st, roughly 80 working days left this year. Think about that. Now, if you're listening to this call and replay and you're listening to it in December, you know, obviously you want to be looking forward to count the number of working days. But the reality of it is, it's not six months. It's maybe if you're lucky, what, two months in a week? You think it's six months, but when we're living in reality, it's not six months. That's right. So... Are and you, you know, ahead Tim, one of your goals? Are one you of on the things to... Are you ahead on track or are you behind? That's the question. What were you about to say? Well, it reminds me of something that uh, has stayed with me over the years when I can't remember who I was talking to, one of our early mentors, and I, I must have been complaining about, you know, I feel stressed out all the time. It was when we were building our listing inventory. And they said, well, what causes stress in real estate is living in the gray area, which means you are at, quote, at work. You're supposed to be at work, you know, doing things like lead generating, following up on your leads, presenting, negotiating, closing, et cetera. But your head's not in the game. You're thinking, God, I, you know, when was the last time I took a vacation? Or you're on vacation, but you're answering your cell phone when you're not tuned in to doing what you're supposed to be doing on the day you're supposed to be doing it. So this exercise is so critical. It looks like you've got six to seven months left. However, if you knew for a, without a shadow of a doubt you only had 80 real working days, wouldn't you be a lot more serious on each and every one of those days that you claim are working days? What happens in a work day in real estate? To me, if you didn't set a new appointment of some sort, you didn't really work. If you didn't close something, something on that list, and that's why in the Coaching Essentials, we have this great uh, real estate game that shows you exactly what leads to a paycheck. That's right. So, guys, listen, we have to wrap for today. My producer's harping at us again. So here's what we have to do. We have to take this call seriously. Listen to it again. Decide what actions you're going to be taking. If you're existing coaching students, get back into Real Estate Coaching Essentials material. Get your 90-day massive action plan started and drill down on that because we lay it out step by step by step exactly what you need to be doing. If you're not uh, a current coaching student and you're ready to enroll as a coaching student, you need to go to timandjulieharris.com and at least enroll into Real Estate Coaching Essentials. It's a very affordable coaching program. If you're not sure where you want to be but you know you want to pursue coaching, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and Julie or myself or one of our other coaches will be more than happy to walk you through the process, get you back on track. Guys, make the most of this real estate recovery. Stop waiting around for some little bird to drop the food in your mouth. You have to be willing to go out and get it yourself. Be frustrated. Be mad. Be dissatisfied that you're not on track or you're behind for this year. Stop waiting around and basically assuming that this is normal. It's not. It's abnormal. And what's worse is if you're not willing to take action, especially 
after you have the information like what you learned on today's radio show, it's your fault. Okay, it is. Take action. Turn it around. Make this real estate recovery your own personal comeback story. Make this next 7 to 10 years the best 7 to 10 years of your life. And I don't care how old you are. You can do this. You can. We can help you. Free coaching calls for agents.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> this program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.